Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley. And we're the Theme Parkettes. Find out more about us, our store, our vacation planning services, and more at themeparkettes.com. Today, we have a very special guest. She has been sharing the magic of Disney vacations, movies, merchandise, and more online for over a decade on her blog, sparklyeverafter.com. Please welcome Sparkly Nicole. Yay! Hi! Oh, Nicole, thanks for being here. I'm so excited to chat about one of my favorite topics with you. Thank you. Yeah, so Nicole shares our love for all things theme park related, especially Walt Disney World and particularly in Orlando where she lives. But she's also a vegan and she is here today to share her expertise to help those of you who are curious about eating plant-based options at theme parks. Nicole, how long have you been vegan? It is about two years, and it was a pretty quick switch for me. Um, and it's it's really fun, actually. I love it. What was the thing that made you switch? I was researching anti-inflammatory diets to help with some medical issues I was having. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was confusing for me to try and pick what was right, but all of the options that I was looking at said that plants were good. And so I just went with it. (laughs) I just stuck with it because it was fun. And um, I go to Disney so much and they have so many options and we try to make it fun at home. And it's always an adventure at the parks because there's just so much now. I feel like that needs to go in a t-shirt. Plants are good. (laughs) (laughs) That should be your next t-shirt, Nicole. Plants are good. Turns out vegetables are good for you. There's no debate. (laughs) I myself have been a vegetarian since I was 12. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm t- kind of a pescatarian at this point. Uh, and Ashley... I just eat everything. It's my carnivore. <laughs> Although, I will say, so I, when I was thinking about this episode, I have a, a lactose sensitivity. I have a lactose intolerance, a lactose out. I mean, I want to say it's an allergy, but I definitely react to it. So I try my best to to avoid it when I'm at Disney. So if there's an option where it's like dairy free, I will 100% opt in. The only time I don't do that is Mickey bars and ice cream. But the rest of the trip, I try very hard to be like intentional about my dairy consumption. So I'm actually really fascinated by the vegan options just for the sole reason that it allows me to avoid dairy. You know, once upon a time, theme park food meant hamburgers and hot dogs and turkey legs, but times have changed and people have changed. Everybody I know has some sort of dietary restriction, I feel like. There's very few who don't. And I think that theme parks have have changed and pivoted. Would you say that you found that to be true too, Nicole? Yeah, especially in 2019. Um, there was a lot going on for plant-based eaters but you kind of always had to request the chef and let them know that you had um, certain dietary restrictions or um, just that you were trying to incorporate that kind of food uh, in your vacation. And it wasn't necessarily easy. There wasn't always a menu ready for you. Um, And I noticed that after um, they introduced this new like plant-based guide, it was this whole initiative. And I had actually heard about it from a manager um, and he said, there's, there's this movement that the company's trying to do to get two plant-based items on every menu. And then a while later, it was probably like six months later, they did this whole push for this plant-based uh, website that they have, like an official Disney website. And um, they introduced a little emblem that has like a leaf on it so that you know um, if it's next to an item that is safe for you to eat if you are vegan or plant-based. And um, since then, there have been like quite a few changes with vegan eating at Walt Disney World, some for the better, some not, but um, (laughs) it's definitely gotten more exciting since then. I love that little symbol there. I am, I forgot to mention, I'm also, but our listeners know I'm gluten-free and seeing that little GF symbol, it's like, it just takes the weight off your shoulders (laughs) of having to be that person at the restaurant who has to ask for the ingredients list, you know, Yeah. or like, especially at like a quick service station where you're just like, ugh, just (laughs) take it and go, you know, get on the ride. It's really nice to um, 
not have to make your friends wait because sometimes my food would take longer and um, just having the option there to just order with everyone else is really nice. We, When Jess and I used to go to Disneyland, it always just made me happy as her friend whenever we would go somewhere and she'd look at the menu and be like, oh, I can eat that. I can eat that. Like she'd find something super easy so we didn't have to try to navigate, um, you know, making sure, like you said, that we could all order at the same time and all eat at the same time um, and also be able to snack on similar stuff. So I think it's awesome that Disney is, is making it so much easier for folks who have allergies or dietary restrictions uh, to navigate those menus. Yeah. And in my opinion, right now, Disney is doing it the best out of all of the theme parks. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. It really looks like Disney's putting a lot of effort into it. And they just have so many restaurants and chefs and people that create these menus for their festivals. There are a lot more people working on it, I think. So let's get into some recommendations. Um, I should say, uh, maybe for legal purposes, I don't know, uh, any recommendations (laughs) that we are giving here on our podcast from any of the three of us. Obviously, if you have an allergy to anything like dairy or eggs, and that's the reason that you're going vegan, um, always consult with the chef or ask for an ingredients list. (laughs) We are not liable. (laughs) (laughs) How about some, um, how about recommendations for prepping to go to the parks? Okay. Well, I wanted to add also to your disclaimer that um, even if you do ask someone at a restaurant for something maybe that's offered property-wide, for example, there are Mickey waffles and, you know, they have vegan Mickey waffles, but they, you just have to ask everywhere you go about every item if it's that important to you because um, the recipes can differ depending on where you go. Um, I think Mickey Waffle is one of the safer ones, but sometimes if it's something that's fried, it might be vegan somewhere and somewhere else they might include egg in the batter. So if you really care, ask every place you go. I think in terms of doing your research before, I would check out the Disney site. It gives you just like a broad overview and you can kind of think about where you're going, um, what your budget's like and how much you plan to spend because that can definitely affect where what your day will look like, your whole schedule, you know? So um, maybe trying to see, I mean, food is a lot of the reason I go to Disney sometimes, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the theme park. (laughs) You are officially an honorary theme park just for that reason. (laughs) So I think it can be really helpful to know what's most exciting to you and maybe make plans based on that. If if that's a priority for you. Besides the the Disney site, are there other resources that you'd recommend, places that people can go? Yes. I have a friend that has a blog, vegandisneyfood.com. My friend Amanda writes it, and it's a really fantastic resource for anybody wanting to eat plant-based at uh, Disney parks. She has sections on her site with each park and Disney Springs and the water parks. She has great photos. She has a great community on Instagram as well with um, people's input and she really lists everything like that she has the hotels and on her Instagram she has some um, food at um, Disneyland too. So it's it's a great resource. I love it. I go with her sometimes to try different foods and she's really good about keeping it updated and she's really passionate about it. So yeah. It's a great one, vegandisneyfood.com. I would also recommend um, Happiest Vegan on Earth if you're a West Coaster. Uh, I think she really mostly only covers the West Coast, Disney, Disney California Adventure, and the resorts and downtown Disney. And I think she has an Instagram and YouTube channel as well. All right, Nicole. So I would love to know what you what your recommendations are at, you know, the dining table restaurants, quick service and snacks. Maybe we should start with table service. So um, tell me kind of like what's your go-to when you go out for a fancy dinner at Disney World? What do you order? <laughs> well, I have a couple of restaurants that me and my husband like to frequent. Our favorite right now has been California Grill. We went to a wedding and they served the regular menu kind of like they, when you do an event or something like at one of these hotels or restaurants, you can use the actual menu. The chefs, I guess, stick to what they uh, normally do if you want. And it was awesome. We got to choose the 
vegan unplugged menu is what Ooh. they call it. And there's, um, if you just go on a regular day, it has like at least eight, like maybe 10 different options you can choose from. You can choose four different little plates. It all comes together. And they have awesome sushi. I had a calzone at the what? wedding we went to. What? Um, we With had, like vegan cheese yeah. in it? And everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And my favorite thing is it's a truffle pasta. And it's like, a, it's almost like an Alfredo sauce. It's so good. It's just like so rich and delicious. I usually get that for like at least two of my four <laughs> options. I love it. You know. It sounds so good. <laughs> It's really good. They have a fantastic dessert too, which is these fancy little donuts with like a dairy-free ice cream that they come with. So love that. Love the view. It's a great place for everyone to dine together because they just are, they have a fantastic menu overall and then they have Phnom vegan offerings. So definitely recommend that one. Ashley, you just had a great meal there when you were there, right? I did. I got to experience the Sunday brunch and it's buffet and it was awesome um the food was amazing i mean i've i've only eaten there twice but every meal i've had has been great and i can't complain and the view is i mean it's the best view it doesn't matter if it's like morning i thought for sure that it wouldn't be as special being there in the morning because at night you get to watch the fireworks listen to the music but in the morning you can see all of disney world <laughs> like you just stand up there at the window you're like i'm king of the world like everything is at my fingertips it's just it's awesome it's just awesome but now i know i'm gonna have to try that vegan pasta because that sounds unreal the next time i did just want to offer a tip too um they have a little they have a bar in there and a little lounge it can be hard to get a reservation there um and of course if you haven't been there it's on top of the contemporary so that's that amazing view but um you can go and often walk in and experience that menu at uh, the the full menu at the bar or at the lounge and it has that great view and then you can also watch the fireworks from up there so it's a little cheap good hot tip that's such a hot tip (laughs) we love hot tips (laughs) what's next on your list i have a feeling i know what's next on your list i got a few more table service restaurants that i think vegans should consider on their trip so definitely have to recommend toledo at the top of the grandestino tower at coronado springs it's a new restaurant in that beautiful new tower there. Lovely. It's also a rooftop restaurant with fantastic views. And they have a vegan seafood dish that is like mostly mushrooms. And I never liked seafood when I ate uh, a different diet. And I love this. It's so good. They also have a fantastic bread service with this delicious olive oil and tomato spread that goes on it. So, so good. So wait, explain. Okay. Vegan. All right, explain this to me. <laughs> vegan seafood. Like I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my my brain around it. So basically, what they do is make, um, like it comes with scallops. But what it is is like a, a certain part of like a, I don't know what you call it, like a mushroom stump, and then they have a calamari on there, which is actually, uh, I think also mushrooms that are kind of like curly and fried. So. <laughs> It kind of like messes with your mind. It doesn't really taste seafoody. There's actually a crab cake too, I think, on it. Um, it's just like really good. I don't know how to explain it. That's amazing. I know sometimes it's funny as a as someone who you know gave up meat at age twelve uh, because of you know being sad for the animals and you know being against animal testing and all of that. It's funny when something I'm like, are we sure this isn't meat? Like, <laughs> Are we absolutely, can someone else taste this and tell me if this, I don't remember, I was just telling Ashley the other day, I don't remember what bacon tastes like. <laughs> like oh. I don't remember what bacon tastes like. It was it's like, like, it guess- tastes like salt. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, I have to tell you when I first started eating a plant-based diet, Disney, which you probably know, mostly has uh, two types of burgers, Beyond Meat and Impossible. And I always loved impossible but i didn't like beyond because it was like too much like a real burger right it like bleeds <laughs> sometimes right <laughs> yes i like it now and we actually get them at home um but at first i was like when i was just you know when i had just switched my diet i was like it just wasn't like 
computing in my head and I just wasn't into it. I don't know. Yeah. I like them now. Which I guess is a good thing for new vegans, you know, people who think that they're going to miss the flavors of meat and seafood to know that there are those options. It's just when you get scared, (laughs) you might (laughs) actually be eating. I'm always amazed at how many different reasons there are that people decide to go plant-based and vegan. And I think Disney really caters to every taste because I know that there are people that, that don't want that meat taste. And for them, I'd recommend trying Sanaa, which is at um, Animal Kingdom Resort. So you do have to make a trip over to the resort if you're not staying there, but it's well worth it. They have animal viewing. It's absolutely beautiful. They have a fantastic bread service. It's a non-bread that has, um, I want to say like maybe seven to nine different sauces, most of which are vegan as is, but of course, of course you'll want to let them know and they'll just switch out the one or two that aren't vegan and let you get something else. They don't butter the naan to make it vegan. And then they have this awesome, um, it's another type of entree where you get to pick a few different things and almost all of that is vegan as well. Like as is, Sana is a fantastic pick. There's a cilantro, coconut, veggie, and rice that is one of those options in the, it's called Pachi inspired. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, but you can't miss it on the menu. It's like the main attraction. So good. For vegans who are excited by that type of option, I also want to recommend Narcoozies. They have a barbecue fried eggplant (gasps) that is super fun. I loved it. We just went for a beautiful little date night there. And if you're not familiar with it, it's that little restaurant at the Grand Floridian, real close to Magic Kingdom, right on the water there. kind of has like a little tower top. And the entree that I had was a sweet potato gnocchi. Loved it. But what was so good was the dessert was this carrot cake dessert with a house-made ice cream. And it had, I mean... You know when you're going for something fancy at Disney, you don't necessarily just want like a enjoy life cookie that you could buy at home. (laughs) Yeah. It holds me over. It's a nice treat. But I'm kind of wanting something fancy like my friends are getting, right? Like garnished and fun little sugar and chocolate decorations. And this is one of those desserts at Narcoozies. Nice. I love that. I think that that is, you know... A worry that people have too that if they have some sort of restrictions that they're not going to be able to enjoy their fancy theme park dining experience and so they might consider you know not doing that and just trying to eat in their hotel room or bring a peanut butter sandwich but it's so wonderful that that they make sure that you get the full the full enchilada the full vegan enchilada <laughs> yeah and I found that a lot of the chefs and even a lot of the servers really care and get excited for you. A couple of places I've gone outside of Disney, you know, they, they don't sometimes care to really discover what's vegan on the menu, or they just try and figure it out without too much effort. And Disney never, it just never happens. I would say 99% of the time, they care, they're excited, they know exactly what's vegan, they're happy to help you. The chefs have enthusiasm about it. You're never a burden, which is sometimes something we worry about as plant-based diners. Mm -hmm. So kudos to Disney for that. Awesome. Are there any other table service restaurants you'd recommend? Yes. Table service, fire round. I have a few more that I just want to recommend. Go for it. So Magic Kingdom coming in hot with a handful. So Skipper Canteen, fantastic dine all around. Theming's great, but they have multiple vegan options. Both are like fun noodle dishes. Definitely recommend. I also love the Diamond Horseshoe. It's a family-style buffet. They have these smoked uh, Impossible Meat stuffed bell peppers. And when I went, um, it was a while ago, but I was able to ask for vegan mashed potatoes, um, green beans, and they also had a vegan cornbread. It was super fun. I loved it. One of my favorite meals at all of Walt Disney World is Liberty Tree Tavern. They also use Impossible products, and they make a meatloaf. And my husband also had a great pot roast there. Uh, really loved that. And honorable mention, Crystal I'm Palace. I'm sorry, pause. Right a vegan there. pot roast? Yeah, I need to hear more about vegan pot roast. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> no um, fire rounding over that. I need to hear about the Can vegan. you tell that we're both from New England where we're both like pot roast? <laughs> I can't remember if it had impossible in it I think it might have but I know it was like a mushroom based like 
mush mushroom dishes like mushroom gravy mushroom meat that's like such a thing that i love because yeah. it's not necessarily meaty but it's still like a fun texture and that has like a rich um savory, savory taste mm. yes okay i tried to bite it was it was really good now we Loved know that now we know okay <laughs> <laughs> now we can move on Okay, my last mention that I wanted to put in here was Crystal Palace, the buffet right there on Main Street, uh, at the end of Main Street, and um, they have the cute little Winnie the Pooh characters. We went for lunch one day, and it was so good. It was uh, one of the first buffets I went to since they switched over and started that new initiative, and um, not only did they you know, excitedly have a chef come talk to us if we wanted... We um, could, we could tell what was vegan because everything was marked with a little, uh, as you went down the buffet, a little plaque, like a you know piece of paper with the plant-based symbol on it. And there were so many options. You'd just be surprised to know how much is vegan as is. And then if you don't see what you want, like I couldn't find, um, I think it was butter for my bread or something. They had little vegan butter packets like it was wow it was great wow yeah so accommodating that's detail I love that and I would just say over here on the west coast not to leave our west coast peeps out uh just my top two recommendations of sit-down restaurants just because I know for a fact that they're really great with what they already have um in terms of kind of finer dining uh, I mean, not that this is the lower end of fine dining, but black tap, obviously, because you can get vegan crazy shakes and vegan burgers. And there's just so many mm -hmm. options on that menu. And they take really good care to make sure that your allergies are covered and that your food preferences are noted. Um, but then, of course, Napa Rose at the Grand Californian, uh, the chef's table, because basically you design your own menu with the chef. And so you tell them everything that you like and don't like down to even just even just your food preferences. Like, I like salt. Like, I like, you know, I like this kind <laughs> of – I like tomatoes. I don't like zucchini. You know, they work with you on your entire menu. And so that's a really, like, special occasion dinner that I would – highly recommend for vegans with an experience that's just out of this world. Nicole, do you have any other table service recommendations? Any other standouts at the other parks that you want to mention? At uh, Hollywood Studios, I have had a couple of great meals at Mama Melrose. They have a really nice mushroom uh, flatbread. And something I'm kind of looking for, to be honest, when I go to restaurants is if they have a bread service, like I would just feel left out if it wasn't vegan or there wasn't a vegan option. And they had a really nice vegan bread and the oil that you dip it in, of course, is vegan and, and seasoned. And that was really nice. So Mama Melrose is a good one. And you know what? I wanted to mention Frontera Cochina at Disney Springs. I just had, uh, that was actually my last Disney meal. And I had awesome, I think it was veggie enchiladas and the chips and guac were fantastic. That was one of our favorites before uh, we went vegan and we still love it. It's excellent. All right. Well, now that we have our full list of table service restaurants that we're going to check out on our next trip, let's talk about quick service, our, you know, mobile order, counter service, all of that, all of those options. What are your go-tos, Nicole? What would you recommend first? Mm -hmm. I got a couple for you. So when I'm going to Magic Kingdom and it's lunchtime, I'm going to mobile order from Casey's right on Main Street and get the slaw dog with fries. It's a plant-based slaw dog. To be honest, I never liked coleslaw. I never liked mayonnaise. Those are Mayonnaise is like my arch nemesis. However, <laughs> the slaw dog at Casey's, it has like this little like, you know, type of slaw. And it's actually really good. So even if that doesn't typically sound like your thing, I'd give it a shot. Um, I also like to get one of my, my favorite overall things that's quick service is at Hollywood Studios in Galaxy's Edge at the docking, oh, has such a long name. Yeah, docking, docking Bay, Bay Cargo. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean, that place. They have the Felucian Garden Spread. It has impossible meatballs and like a hummus. And um, I love that. I just love that dish. I also like Woody's Lunchbox over at Hollywood Studios. Those tachos, they are basically potato barrels covered in chili. And the chili, and again, this is something you'll have to ask every time, but I've heard that the chili at Walt Disney World is all vegan. 
So All I would double it? check, oh, but wow. that's what I've heard. Unless it's like a specialty thing at a sit down where, you know, it clearly says there's meat. Um, the ones you get around the parks, I think are plant-based. So definitely something to check on, but I know the Woody's tachos are, they're a go. My mouth is watering right now. I really want <laughs> some, how, what are they? Tachos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like tater tot nachos basically oh got it got tachos okay (laughs) the quintessential the quintessential disney world snack for me has been popcorn oh i was so delighted when i found out that it was not a real butter and a lot of places i've like gone to the movies and stuff and discovered they don't actually use butter when they pop the popcorn, that's a staple for me. It always was, and now it still is. It's coconut oil, right? I don't know. Is it? That's awesome. That's what I've heard. I've heard that it's coconut oil, but I didn't know. You, for you certain... definitely don't taste coconut or anything. No. You know, it's just a great popcorn. But after you have something salty, you need to go for something sweet. And I would recommend <laughs> the Dole Whip. Yep. Did you know it's vegan? I did. Did you know that, Ashley? <laughs> I did not know it was vegan. Oh, that's awesome. Are all of the flavors of Dole Whip vegan? I can't confirm all, but I have had quite a few of those like special, they were doing like these special little like character kind of themed, uh, you know, ice cream looking on a cone. Like they had an up one that had a, it did have a white chocolate that had dairy in it. Um, little house with balloons. That was cute. But all of those um, ice creams alone came uh, vegan, as is, if you just got the, like, embellishments off. They often had, like, some, like, a chocolate embellishment. So I had a lime one that was, like, a Peter Pan thing. It came with a chocolate feather, so if you just omit the feather, that was vegan. There was also a tangled one, and I think that came with, like, a flower on it. I don't remember the flavor, but they do usually have a few different of those types of Dole Whip type of soft serve they're around so definitely something to look into depending on what they have seasonally see you're not missing out listeners you're not missing (laughs) out you can still get your favorite disney treat so while we're on the topic of snacks before we move on (laughs) to uh our next topic i'm curious for the festivals like food and wine or flower and garden when they have their special booths are the booths trying to be more vegan friendly as well What I have found, especially for the Epcot festivals, is that the order kind of goes like this. You're going to find the least at the Christmas festival. You might find a few more things at food and wine, but the best options for plant-based diners is going to be Flower and Garden Festival. They have a whole booth dedicated to vegan foods, and uh, I think they, they do have quite a few at food and wine. Uh, you know, it's more than like one or two, but I definitely found the most at Flower and Garden, and I, I like the ones at Flower and Garden the most. So, um, personally, I know that you can kind of go around and ask for certain dishes without things, and and say like, you know, let's say there's some like some kind of meat that comes on a rice at one of the festivals, and maybe it's a really great rice, but obviously you're not going to eat the meat. So you can say, I would just like the rice, and sometimes they will give you like a double portion of, you know, whatever side that is vegan that comes with something, but it just kind of seems like a lot of work for these little, yeah, you know, little <laughs> these little plates. <laughs> yeah. There are options. You can make it work. They're definitely not as vegan friendly as um, the restaurants. Like you're definitely not going to go to the booth and say like, I'm vegan. What can you do? You know, you can ask what's vegan or what can be easily changed, but there's, there's just not quite as much. Um, and at a media event a while ago, I did speak with somebody uh, who was over the festivals and they are listening and constant, you know, consistently um, working on these things. Um, so I stay optimistic and I just hope that they, you know, keep giving us more. And um, yeah, yeah. I feel like the same. I've found that with gluten-free and allergy too, that there seems to be more and more. I think obviously the flower and garden that that's just on brand that they would have plant-based there. So that's good that they're doing that. But yeah, around the holidays, there's always like 
one thing that's maybe gluten-free that's part of the special menu and everybody tries to go and get it and they sell out of it so it's kind of tricky <laughs> but good that it's going in that direction do you know about um for someone who's not invited to media events is there something that people can do to encourage disney to consider more vegan options maybe just writing to guest relations they really do like address every single, you know, comment, yeah. concern, question that comes in. And I think even just sharing that you've had a great experience because you liked that they included the plant-based symbol or just you thought Narcuzzi's dessert was very creative and stood out, you know, just celebrating the things that you did like can can definitely help too, I think. So. Yeah, I think that's a great, that's great advice. Post pictures and be like, it's vegan. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> It's plant-based. Yeah, and buy it and tell your friends to try it. You know, I, as things sell more, I think it becomes more exciting to offer more of the things that sell. It, out of all of the parks, all of the resorts, Disney Springs, everything. If there was one vegan thing that you could eat for the rest of your days, what would it be? Oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> I guess I just got to bring it back to that truffle pasta at California Grill because I've just dreamt about it. It's so good. good. Have you tried to recreate (laughs) it at home? I haven't. I feel like truffles are a real mystery. Like here, and here's something I should mention. Somebody, uh, it was actually the server at the Enchanted Rose, uh, like lounge at the Grand Floridian. My husband said, is anything on this menu vegan? And she said, um, you know, I think she said this. And then he said, what about these fries? And she said, well, they're truffle fries, so they're technically not vegan. And we were so puzzled. And I know depending on, you know, why you eat a plant-based diet, I know some people don't eat honey. We do. We like to support bees. Um, And so truffles, I guess, are, this is what the server told me. They use animals to harvest them. And so some vegan eaters do not eat truffles. So it really depends on how you define your plant-based or vegan diet, what's really important to you. Um, If you don't like to even share a fryer, um, I once had fries made separately. I think they baked them in tinfoil. Oh, that's awesome. maybe options. So if that's really important to you, they'll let you know if if they can't, of course. But for me, it was at Columbia Harbor House, and it was something they did automatically. I typically am okay with the shared fryer. And when they delivered them, they said, you know, it came in this little tin foil, and they said they were cooked separately. So I was impressed at at what you, you know, what the options are. That's actually really good to know because um, Jessica, you know, being gluten-free, a lot of times that shared fryer can be a real challenge. And so knowing that there is an opportunity to have you know it be fried separately or baked or whatever the alternative is 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 good to know it'll help a lot of people with those allergies uh, and sensitivities be able to navigate that a lot better i think disney is one of the most uh caring when it comes to allergies as well because i have been with friends who have serious allergies and i feel like disney is great at accommodating and saying this is made in an area that has may have cross-contamination so that's not an option for you versus this we can make private and yeah just ask all right nicole so we've covered disney what about universal what are your thoughts on eating vegan at universal i love universal i don't get to go there as much because i i just haven't been um riding as many rides over the past few years after i had a little neck injury so i didn't have my universal pass like I usually do but we did just return for the first time and it was amazing so this was you know my first time eating vegan and I was so delighted to discover that voodoo donuts and city walk had vegan options yeah these are like just beautiful size of your face donuts that are nowhere near healthy but of course if you are a plant-based eater they're vegan so treat yourself it was really exciting the apple fritter was i dream about it ashley i just i love i love voodoo donuts the first time i had them was in (laughs) portland oregon and i had no idea that they had so many options for folks like it just makes me happy that that everybody can have a donut well not gluten-free people but (laughs) does wait does voodoo not have gluten-free donuts no at least i haven't seen one if they do oh i know (laughs) I say, just describe it slowly to me while I drink this Stumptown coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Can I lick your frost? (laughs) 
<laughs> the frosting is gluten-free, probably. Oh, that's okay. But back to Universal. So for lunch, we decided to go with a favorite of mine, which I'm not how you, how, sure how you pronounce it, but it's called Mythos, I think. And uh, it's a beautiful restaurant. It's so nice to go there like in the middle of the day. It's kind of like right halfway around Islands of Adventure. And... It's like freezing cold in there, which is just perfect to get out of the air. And we found vegan eating there to be really nice. We were able to get bread. They had an oil for dipping. And then for our entree, we had this fantastic mushroom risotto and a side of asparagus. And it was it was great. We loved it. It was just a perfect meal. Also got a glass of wine. It was easy there as well. There was no... The, our server was uh, knowledgeable and just treated us like everyone else. There was no hesitation. So it was really nice. Definitely recommend eating there. That's good. And that's a great spot. Are there any other spots in the Orlando area that uh, are not necessarily at the parks, but you're a big fan of and would recommend for folks if they're coming into town or they have a rental car, they want to get off property for a little bit and just kind of get outside of the theme parks for a bit? Okay. I have two recommendations that are very close to Walt Disney World just behind Magic Kingdom in the town city, not sure what it is, of Windermere. And the first one is Toasted. It's like a grilled cheese restaurant. But surprisingly, they have awesome vegan options. There's an Impossible Burger that is my absolute favorite one. And they have rosemary truffle fries that are so good. um, They also offer like caramelized onions on the burgers and this fantastic vegan cheese it's i just love it and of course you can get a vegan grilled cheese after a disney day sometimes i love to just go over there and get that and then right down the street from that is uh it's a little bit further of a hike but it's definitely worth it definitely within driving distance of disney world and um it's called humble and they are an all plant-based restaurant so they just oh my goodness it's so fun my favorite thing is their nachos they come with like a they have like a crema on them there's a guac with it they use I'm not sure what it is but they they use this one little I don't want to say oat it's something that they kind of make it like almost like a sausage but not really has like a nice texture but it's not too meaty it's just like a nice savory piece they put in and they have all these different um, like cheese type sauces they put on it the nachos at Humble absolutely must get so good and then if you like to try different vegan foods uh, in different areas that you visit humble also has a little stand on their cashier like on their uh, you know register where you check out that has different local baker like dessert makers they have treats from them I want to say Valhalla Bakery I'm not exactly sure but I know that uh, they don't make them in-house they come in from other vegan folks in town and they were fantastic we had this great I had a cupcake that I loved um I also had like a cookie bar s'mores cookie bar or something yeah yeah options you know what I didn't mention that's really important for anybody visiting Disney World to know is at Disney Springs there's a location you can go visit of they changed the name I think it's called Erin McKenna's now And it's a vegan bakery, and they have so many good treats. But not only do they sell uh, donuts and cookies and just, like, everything you can imagine there, little breads, like, you know, tea-type breads, they supply dessert for a lot of places at Walt Disney World. So there's, like, little mini cupcakes that you'll find in the refrigerators around your resorts. I went and had tea at the Grand Floridian once, and it was vegan, and they – gave me a lot of treats from Erin McKenna's and uh, if you order dessert like at Ohana once Erin uh, McKenna's vegan donut came with some plant-based coconut ice cream on top they're like everywhere and the the home base is at Disney Springs yeah we have one out here in California I cannot say enough wonderful things about them they're also gluten-free uh, they have a lot of gluten-free options and oh they're the best. That's so nice to know that that's there, that I'm going to be able to get all my treats. I heard that they also, because they're based at Disney Springs, 
you can have uh, cakes delivered to like the table service restaurants if you're celebrating like a birthday or an anniversary and you want to have something special brought to your table. Yeah, uh, I have heard that too. I'm not sure if you go um, because you can have cakes made and delivered for special occasions at basically any restaurant or sent to your hotel room, I believe. So I'm not sure if you would call Erin McKinnis directly or like the Disney kind of bakery line. But yeah, that's that's an option. So everybody can celebrate. I love that. That's so nice that they have that as an option now. I feel like it's just becoming more and more inclusive and supportive of everybody's dietary needs. Um, and also celebrating it, like you said earlier, that you know, the staff are really excited to share their favorite things and they're being really inventive and, uh, you know, trying new stuff. And I think that that makes, I think that will make other people consider becoming vegan because it's not just eating like cooked vegetables and salads for the rest of your life. Right. And I know a lot of people like to eat that level of healthy at home. I try to get that in, but often when we go to Disney, we want that fun food that's pretty or, you know, looks like a character or just has flavors that we don't usually eat because we're on vacation and it's fun. So I don't blame you. Is there anything that um, when you decided to go vegan that you were kind of worried or sad that you were going to miss out on eating? I mean, it sounds like a lot of the stuff that you're probably eating before you've been able to make some switches to, but I'm curious if there's anything that, you know, science and and creativity hasn't quite caught up with yet. <laughs> you know, when I started um, eating a plant-based diet, I didn't really have an intention for it to be like a lifelong change. And so I just, I don't know. I just liked it and I stayed. There's not really anything that I miss. And I try to just stay like optimistic about what I eat overall. If there was something that I like really, really missed, I would just have it. But it's only happened a couple times and I've kind of just decided to stay this way um, because my palate has changed and I just like, I just like plant-based foods now. So things that I wouldn't eat before, um, like I never really ate legumes. Um, I wasn't into certain uh, like foods or, or tastes. Like I'm much more open to uh, like spices that I didn't like before. Like, for example, I never liked Sanaa when I ate meat and dairy. And now I love Sanaa. My, everything just changed. So there isn't really anything I miss because there's so many new things that I'm kind of exploring all the time. And um, th- it's like, it's fun. That's what I, that's why I really like it because eating plant-based is fun. It's new and there's, there's always something to try. I think that pretty much sums it up. I would just be excited because they really have a lot to offer at Disney World and um, it doesn't just have to be for vegans or plant-based eaters. Um, flexitarians, you know, delight because you just have more options. So, so many options. And if you're just somebody that's an adventurous eater, it's so fun to just see what every restaurant has because Disney World is just so huge with so many places to eat. And so many fun things to eat. Yeah. The days of you needing to pack a peanut butter <laughs> sandwich or what or some baby carrots for the day are over. Yay. There's so many things to enjoy. And that is great news. Yay. So, Nicole, there is something that we always do at, when we have a special guest on the Theme Park Gets podcast. We call it the five questions are you ready for the five questions? <laughs> okay, let's do it. What's your favorite Disney park? Hollywood Studios. What's your favorite ride? Peter Pan's Flight. It's <laughs> a good one. What's your favorite non-Disney park? Islands of Adventure. I'm, I have a feeling you're going to have a lot of answers to this question. This is going to be oh, a hard but... answer for her. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be really hard for you. We talk about any Disney claims to fame. Do you know what we mean by that? Like the cool thing you've gotten to do at Disney or your. What's like, okay, then like, what's your top (laughs) favorite Disney claim to fame? I mean, I don't know if it's a claim to fame, but it's a really cool thing I got to do. And it it popped in my head as the first thing. So um, I got to go to an event promoting Zootopia once here in Orlando. And typically they have those types of events on the West coast, but this one was really fun. They brought uh, directors and producers here 
And so I got to do a little round table with um, the director, two producers, and then also some of the talent. Um, the voice of the fox in Zootopia. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman? Yes, it was really fun. And it was only like 10 or so of us at the table in a Disney hotel room, kind of just turned it into a conference room. So loved that. Um, and then we also got to uh, do a video chat with Jennifer Goodwin. Fun. That was a real highlight for me. I loved it. And it, it was a fantastic film. So cool memory. That's awesome. That's my <laughs> favorite question that we ask. And then finally, fifth question, any questions for us? Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, were you always a Disney fan or Universal fan or theme park fan? Or did you discover it later in life? Ashley, you want to go first? Sure, I can go first. Uh, so my earliest memory, one of my earliest memories is running around the Magic Kingdom and meeting all the characters and uh, riding It's a Small World over and over and over again. Uh, I mentioned this on a past <laughs> episode, but uh, this was also back when my parents used to tell me that the park closed right after the fireworks were over, which is not true and is just a lie. Um, so clearly they just wanted to get out of there. And I was like, okay, uh, I have no better now. Um, but I've always been uh, like a Disney person. The first movie I ever saw in movie theaters was Beauty and the Beast. Um, the first VHS I ever owned was The Little Mermaid. So um, it's, you know, I've just always been a Disney kid. I didn't go to Universal well, I should say I went to Universal once as a kid and I just have a really bad memory of it because my mom and my aunt were trying to convince me to go on King Kong or confrontation, I should say. And I was terrified of it and they tortured me all day. They just kept chanting at me like K-O-N-G. And so my first memory of Universal is really not a good one. Um, but I do love Islands of Adventure. I love the Incredible Hulk coaster. And I just like I just like theme parks. I like the immersion of it and the rides and the food and uh, just the fun that you get to have with people. I love that. And yeah, me, um, my first big family vacation was to Orlando, to the Disney parks. And I was hooked uh, a huge man. And we went every single year. And uh, I remember getting Disney channel that that was like my big Christmas present one year was that we got Disney channel when Disney channel was first a thing. Um, and then Nicole, we have this in common, I, which I just found out today. And somehow I hadn't realized this. Uh, we are both theater UCF graduates. What? And we keep having Amazing. UCF people on our podcast. <laughs> Brian Cavallaro, he was theater UCF too. Um, so yeah, when I was in school in Orlando, I was a, uh, I got a job as a cast member and I worked at Pleasure Island oh. uh, at the jazz company. So that just even instilled it even more. I also worked at Universal um, Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> When I was in college, because, you know, that's what you do. And, <laughs> and yeah, but as I grow, grew older, as I grew older, uh, you know, really, it became about my love for Walt and what he created. Like the Imagineering story is just totally my jam and everything I'm nerdy about. Yes. Uh, so when I moved out here to California to pursue my acting career, Disney Annual Pass, yes, must have. Oh, I love it. And my dream was to be on the Disney Channel, and I accomplished that last year. <laughs> so, <gasps> what? Um, yeah. Oh. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. So tell our listeners again how they can find you online. You can find me at sparklyeverafter.com, my blog. I'm on uh, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, Sparkly Nicole. S-P-A-R-K-L-Y. N-I-C-O-L-E. That's me. Can I where did the sparkly come from? Just because you like sparkles or Well, when I when I first created my blog, um, I just back in twenty twelve, Sparkly Ever After was like really different and unique. <laughs> um like like Ever After and Once Upon a stuff is like super common now because so many, you know, the Disney fan community online has just like grown so much, but it was really original back then. Um, and then I just changed my name to be Sparkly Nicole to kind of go with Sparkly Ever After. And yes, I love glitter, but for me, it's also just about, you know, like shining a light and, and being 
you know, sparkly, having a sparkly personality. So, yeah. I love that. Oh, before we wrap up, Nicole, will you, uh, would you mention or talk about a little bit of your involvement with Give Kids the World? I would love for you to like have a platform to talk about it because I know how much it means to you. Oh, I would love to. Okay. So if you haven't heard of Give Kids the World Village, it is basically a magical humongous resort. I don't even know the acres anymore because it grows all the time. Um, It's a resort for children to come stay who have uh, life-threatening illnesses um, when they wish to come to Orlando. And so Give Kids World works with uh, many wish-granting organizations internationally. The vacations that they give include tickets to Disney World, Universal, SeaWorld. It includes food at Give Kids the World. They have rides at Give Kids the World that are accessible. So if a child uses a wheelchair, they can still go on rides. They have putt-putt and and arcades, and they have characters even come to the village. They have theme nights every night. Christmas happens every week, so Families can celebrate Christmas together, and it's truly the place where happiness inspires hope. And uh, it's just a week for these families who are going through so much to just be together, enjoy time together, and just have a little, you know, a little rest from the challenges they're overcoming. It's a super inspiring, really amazing place. I, I have a huge smile on my face every time I talk about it because I just love what they do for so many people. So. Um, definitely check them out at gktw.org. It's Give Kids the World Village. Amazing organization. Thank you so much for that. Thanks for that. And I encourage everybody to go and check out your website. Um, You have so much good stuff on there. The book club. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Really amazing post. Um, You could really be on that site for a while. So I highly recommend it to everybody. For those of you looking to find out more about Ashley and I, our shop and vacation planning services, head over to themeparkettes.com. Also, you can look for us on Instagram at thethemeparkettes. My personal Instagram is at actor Jessica Gardner. And mine is at happygoashley. We are Jessica and Ashley of the Theme Parkettes. If you see us in the theme parks trying all the vegan options, especially that truffle pasta, come up to us and say hi. Remember, you can sit with us. Thanks, everyone. And thanks, Nicole. Thank you so much. This was delightful. Vegan-licious. <laughs>